Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about seasons. We all get the the weather type of seasons, right? Winter turns to spring, which becomes summer, which eventually becomes fall. But today I want to focus on a different kind of season. Today I want to reflect together on seasons of life. They could be personal seasons, something you and your family are experiencing acutely and perhaps in isolation. Or they could be communal seasons, something that we're all experiencing together or with your neighborhood or wider community, even if we feel the effects of that season differently. I have Ecclesiastes on the brain a little bit because of the podcast last week and just want to hone in on that part of chapter three that includes the famous and beloved lines, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. And then it goes on, a time to be born and a time to die, time to plant, time to pluck up what is planted. And it goes on for several verses like this, pairing together opposites uh, as if to underline that the human experience is not just one thing, not just joy and not just sorrow, but both, not just abundance and not just scarcity, but both, not just saying hello and not just saying goodbye, but both, not just growth and not just decline, but both. So I'd like to share four pieces of wisdom about seasons. This wisdom relates to both personal and communal seasons of our lives. The first piece of wisdom about seasons is this. We don't control when seasons begin and end. I know this is a hard one for me personally. We're we're used to being in control, directing our lives, getting things done, or at least have the illusion that we're in control. But when it comes to seasons, we just don't sit in the driver's seat. We're, we're more in the back seat, in my experience, along for the ride. And, and there are, of course, things we can do from the back seat. We're not powerless. We can put our on our seatbelts and we can choose to enjoy the scenery out the window. We can try to be mindful when we find ourselves in a traffic jam. Usually we want to prolong a season, hanging on to it for dear life, to, to something or someone, even if it's killing us, because at least it's familiar. We're often scared of the unknown. But eventually we realize there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. We can spend so much energy trying to keep things like they once were that we end up pushing against the river, as the saying goes, which of course doesn't get us anywhere except tired and burned out. Rivers can't be pushed against. We have to go with their flow and current. It's the same thing with seasons. We're not in control of when they begin and end. So that's the first thing about seasons. Here's the second thing. It often takes us a while before we notice that a season has changed. I find this is especially true when we're in a liminal season, when we're between what once was and what will be. That's exactly where we were for so long with the pandemic. We, we knew we were in a new season, but we weren't quite sure what it was going to be like and what's this next stage going to be. We might have a glimpse of it, but it's, 
it's not fully uh, fully clear. Susan Beaumont, the the church consultant and author, wrote a book that came out right before the pandemic that turned out to be uh, providential. It was called uh, Leading in a Liminal Time, How to Lead When You Don't Know Where You're Going. Great, great subtitle. In the book, she talks about liminal seasons, threshold times, when the the continuity of tradition disintegrates and uncertainty about the future fuels chaos and, and doubt. And she says that in liminal times, it's, it's just not helpful to pretend we understand what's going to happen next, because nobody does. All of our expertise was meant for the before times, not the liminal time we're in now. And so the call for leaders, according to Beaumont, is not just to sit back and be passive, but to be forthright in admitting that no one knows exactly what the future is going to look like. But right now, this liminal time is an opportunity to, to reimagine, assess, dream, question, uh, assumptions, uh, ultimately to experiment our way into a hopeful future. So the second piece of wisdom reminds us that, that liminal times are hard when we're in between the old season and the new season, but it can also be a time ripe for growth and, and discovery. A third thing about seasons, they don't last forever, right? They don't last forever. So if you're in a really hard season, the good news is that it will end someday. It will not always be this way, just as fall eventually succumbs to winter, which always gives birth to spring. So it is with the personal and communal seasons of our lives. They just don't last forever. Although that means the same goes if you're in a really good season, uh, it too will end. Not to be grim about it, but just realistic. Nothing, nothing is eternal except God's love, and there are always gifts and challenges in every season. Even the darkest of seasons contain shards of light, and even the most joyous of seasons entail you know, some sorrow. This is what it means to be human, right? If you're a parent, like me, you know that raising children is, is a series of seasons. There's the, the season when they're infants and you can set them down and just ooh and ah at them and they can't even roll over yet. They're, they're sleeping and eating all the time, often fussy. And most of the time, you're just physically exhausted. <laughs> but eventually, your infant becomes a toddler and starts talking and then walking and exploring their world with, with gumption. And, and then your toddler becomes a grade schooler. And then your grade schooler becomes a teenager. And teenager goes off to college or moves away, starts a job, gets married. And on and on it goes. A church member shared a brilliant piece of parenting advice with me a number of years ago after Simon was born. With a smile, this, this person said, uh, In my experience, there are three stages of parenting exhaustion. Physical exhaustion in the early years, emotional exhaustion in the teenage years, and then financial exhaustion in the college years. Isn't that great? Each season has its gifts and challenges so our scriptures would remind us. So it's inviting us to try to be in the season you're in, to, to be where you are, not ruminating about the past, not fretting about the future, but as much as you can be in the present, now, here, this, this breath, this moment, this meal, this conversation, this task, this night. One of my all-time favorite TV shows is The Office, and it ran for nine seasons, in the final episode of the last season, the character of Andy Bernard, played by actor Ed Helms, 
spoke for all of us when he wistfully turned to the camera and said, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you've actually left them. And so it goes with seasons, right? Maybe things are good, maybe things are hard, but it's not going to always be this way. And so in the meantime, we try to embrace what is good, knowing that someday it will change. The fourth and final thing to say about seasons is, is this. God is with us in all the seasons of our lives, whether good, bad, or indifferent, and there is something sacred about each one of them. God is right there with us, weeping when we weep, rejoicing when we rejoice. God is right there with us, or the the source of love or ground of being, however you understand God. God is right there with us in the mountaintop moments and in the, the dark valley moments. Not to glamorize suffering, though. Some things just hurt, and we often don't know why and don't understand when we're hit with suffering out of nowhere. But here's what's interesting. If I, if I asked you to think of the, the four to five times in your life that most shaped you into the person you are today, if I asked you to, to jot them down and, and share them with me, I'm willing to bet very few of you would mention the, the mountaintop moments. We probably won't mention that time we got the promotion or bought the new car or went on that special vacation. Those things are nice, of course, but it turns out what tends to shape us to make us more compassionate, patient, faithful, kind, tends to be the seasons when life was hard, when all the facades were set aside and we had to face what's really there to hold on to, what, what really matters most. None of us likes being in a season like that. We just want it to end. But when it does finally end and we can view it with some distance, we can see the seeds of growth being planted along the way. So friends, uh, four pieces of wisdom about seasons, both personal and communal. Number one, we don't control when they begin or end. Two, liminal liminal seasons are hard, those in-between times. Three, seasons don't last forever. And four, God or love is with us in all the seasons of our lives. And there's a sacred gift in each one of them. Friends, I hope that's helpful to you as you think about the season of life you're in right now, the seasons of life you've been in, and the seasons of life you will enter someday. You are loved and never alone. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedified at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.